Karmakee's wife. Let's wait. Six months is so far away. Oh, we're recording. Yeah. Oh, we are live. Yeah, are who knows we're if live. we're even going to be here in six months. All right. We well. could be dead. <laughs> we could be. <laughs> Let's that. not start this That's... off. Uh... Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Jeff just huh. mentioned that six months was a long time away. And I will just point out that the last time we did this was two weeks ago. Well, six it was months two is weeks, you guys. more than That's enough true. time to die now that I think about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Fantastic. We're going to go into this You're thing. Right? Yeah, okay. Pretty quick okay. All right. Oh, hello. Uh, Hi. I was going to wait for like a little bit of a pause and then go We're into We're not going to provide that to you. No, go ahead. Wait, Jeff. Um... <laughs> <laughs> and welcome back to Seventh Star to the Right. Um, this is our third session. So, guys, it's been two weeks since we've last done this. What do you remember from last session? Found a person in a hole in the wall. We also found lots of drugs. Let us not. <laughs> And Exclude drugs. the drugs. <laughs> I would like to, it's not necessarily a hole in the wall. It's a stasis pod that is not actually in the wall. It's just sort of freestanding. It was just but it was like, yeah. I imagined it being in the wall. That might it be It is me. not in the wall. Did we find a secret thing? I feel like we found a secret thing. Like we had to find you this to the, pass a role of some sort, didn't yeah, we? The, the or not? Oh, person? yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. You, mm. So there, this ship has obviously been used for smuggling before. There's so a, it's in there's a, a smuggler's area. Yeah, there's a yeah. literal thing that's called a smuggler's hold, I think it's called. Mm. And you can store two tons of cargo space. Cool. How big is this person? <laughs> <laughs> it's a stasis pod. Oh. And also, it doesn't need to take up the entire room. What oh, you that? and your wit. <laughs> <laughs> what is, how much does this... Stasis pod way and like take up because I'm How picturing like one of those like streamlined little like it coffin but round on mm, all sides and then it's window. bigger than that. Okay. Um, so I imagine the Dragon Ball Z uh, rejuvenation pods that the Saiyans use. Oh, who's closer? <laughs> <laughs> it's more of a Ew. cylinder than a circle. Oh, I guess the rejuvenation pods are cylinders, a cylinder. Right? Yeah. Um, no, they're more like those sat like. If I'm remembering correctly, it's like those sciencey floaty things where like you put aliens inside and shit, and every once in a while you shoot the bubbles up and it's like bloop 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 yeah, for also, dramatic effects. It's yeah. also like the uh, the workout things that they put athletes in, and they're just oh, like in there and they yeah. have the like oxygen mask, or like the clone tubes from the first Pokemon movie. Welcome to Seven Star yeah. to the Dragon Ball Z podcast. <laughs> We're talking about the Seven Dragon Ball stars. Um, so oh, it, hey. Before we get into it, it, I was thinking it was pill-shaped. So it's okay. pill-shaped. There's a bunch of like mess of wires on the back of stuff, and there's a pane of glass sort of curved in the yeah. front. Um, so that's person. so kind of like the rejuvenation pods, but not more less cylindrical and more pill, if that makes sense. It does. Yeah. Is it standing right. upright or lying upright. down? Upright. Okay. Can, well, I'm cool. I'm me, David Alex. Um, I'm not there, so. <laughs> yeah, you oh, yeah. Get, you're just, you're just chilling, chilling out somewhere I am else. Jumping on my bed. Yeah, you were like doing mental yoga or something. No, I was not. I was oh, no, no, not no, no, no. That. Sorry. Right. Michael was doing yoga and I yes. did yoga too. And then we went exploring. But yes, last episode, you also stole the Blue Robin from Green Nebula Trader. I stole is a strong That word. is. You yeah. shot Brian's friend. He was very upset about that. He friend is we, a very strong <laughs> Vaporized Brian's friend. Who we know nothing about. Nothing about their uh, relationship whatsoever. Just what I've written in my fan fiction. Yeah. yeah. You guys got shot at by a fighter. 
Yeah. Our and then ship you did damaged. a successful spike drill. Yeah. And I think yeah. you're halfway through that spike drill when you came across the smuggler's cove. Yeah. Then yeah. we realized we had bonding time and we were just like, well, what do we do now? <laughs> the answer is not really bonding. It's exploring things. We got to go find some drugs, man. <laughs> <laughs> You're in the spaceship together for six days. You yep. got to find something to entertain yourselves, right? Space right. yoga. So we're going to get right into it. Um, so we ended right when you guys opened up that smuggler's cove and you saw what appeared to be a stasis pod. Well, I'm going to um, go look at that. That seems like the correct thing to do. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, oh no, computer, don't fall asleep on if me If he now. wants you to do it, then clearly you need to shut that door. <laughs> so, oh, well, that's an interesting thing. Close. <laughs> Let us never speak of this again. Uh, you approach the stasis pod, hearing uh. its low hum grow louder as you close in. The large metallic tube is a mess of wires, pipes, and circuitry on the backside, indicating this pod was not installed to be a part of the ship, but was moved here temporarily. The front of the pod is curved glass covered in a foggy haze from humidity. A panel to the right of the pod details commands for its use. From the inside of the chamber, there is a constant light glow. What do you do? I, there was something about instructions in there. That yeah, so there's a panel to the right side of it that's saying, like, open or set to some amount of time or something like that. I'm going to so look at that and see what opens. the default settings are. So it, it it's currently in use. Uh-huh. In stasis that part we figured until out. it's a manual override. So there's no timer countdown. There's nope. nothing like that. Okay. I'd like to press my face up to the glass and see if I can see through the fog at all. You cannot, because generally you need to wipe away the fog. Would you like to wipe oh, away the fog? Oh, that's not fog. It's foggy haze. Meant like, yeah, from, from the, the humidity. Yes. I was picturing like smoke machine. I will use my face to wipe away the condensation <laughs> from the outside and look in. Wait, wait, so wait. on the inside of this tube, you see um, a lot of white. Um, it's very bright in there, like surprisingly. Um, the, you, the dimness of it was probably from the condensation sort of clouding the light being able to permeate outwards. You see what appears to be a teenage girl in there. Um, I hate you. You can't make out <laughs> her features at all because the, the light in there seems so blindingly bright. Hmm. Should I that, open it? It's not River Song, I swear. <laughs> yeah, but it totally is, though, Jeff. It's totally River Song. We're good. Let her out of there. She's gonna have superpowers, and we're all gonna be screwed. So there's a a, a kid in here, I guess. Should I open it? Well, maybe, well, maybe she's in there for a reason. Maybe we don't want to let her out. That I say we leave it. But. But then we'll not know why she is there. Yeah, works for me. But if you want to open it, I'm not going to stop you. It's fine. We can probably handle her. Whatever. I'm going to push the open button. (laughs) That curiosity gets to you. Constantly. Well, she might be Dr. Samantha Calvin. It could be anyone. (laughs) It could be. It could be Dr. Samantha Calvin. (laughs) So you you press the open button on the panel. It uh, the stasis sort of the cold fusion that I was doing to mm-hmm. keep her in stasis, stasis 
And she off. is she is dead now. She is dead. <laughs> you didn't check her life's signature. Anyway, the, it turns off and it splits from the middle and opens up, and you can see the light has turned off now. And you realize, Micah, the the reason why you couldn't necessarily make out her features because wasn't necessarily so because silence <laughs> 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 wasn't necessarily because the light was. Um, sort of overpowering everything. The, the, stop sending me emails. Never. I'm going to mute this. Um, professionalism. Uh, professionalism at its finest. This episode I'm not brought getting... to you by <laughs> professionalism. <laughs> this episode brought to you by the annoying sound that emails make. <laughs> Still kind of better than you've got mail. All right. Now that we got that Always out of our system. have mail. The reason why you can't, you couldn't make out her features before was not because of the light itself, but because of the fact that she is so very pale. Her hair is white. Her face is white without really a trace of blush or anything to it. She is just, seems like all of the pigment within her has been drained out of her. So we're talking like albino, basically. Yes. Guys, space vampires. <laughs> Albinos are vampires. <laughs> and we opened them out of a coffin-shaped thing. You, you, so you got a point there. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. Mm. Halloween can, is coming. You can tell that she is breathing, but she does not immediately wake up. I'm just gonna wait. Just gonna <laughs> stare at Stand her. Stand there and just I stare. Did does she need a blanket? Like, <laughs> she she has clothes. Does she have clothes? Yeah, okay, yeah. that was she, also she has like a very um, generic sort of like t-shirt and pants, also white. Keeping Just it G-rated. Everything. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Classy. Oh yeah. This is a classy podcast. <laughs> classy podcasting. Um, All right. Well, I guess let's like put her on a couch or something at least. Like <laughs> we took her out. And I don't want to leave her on the floor. Is she on the floor? No. Did so she fall out? <laughs> she did not fall out. Okay, it was whoa. vertical. <laughs> I'm having this whole scene play out in my head, and apparently it's not the way it's actually happening. <laughs> it's, it's leaned back a little bit, so she doesn't right. fall out, but she's sort of like oh, stood kinda, up against Kind of the... like the fallout ones. Yeah, kind of like the fallout ones. Okay. She's standing up. Though. God, I've seen so many stasis pods. Because <laughs> it turns out it's useful and you don't have to do time travel. It's amazing. Ooh. No, nope. oh. no, nope. forget about it. We're not doing time travel. Uh, Further not- into the future. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone pile into the pod. <laughs> All right. Are you just going to leave this? This no, I'm just going to sit. Well, I'm going to. Just- do we have a place? Like, do we have an extra quarters for her to sleep? Yeah, the, the, there are several quarters. Um, this, the shut, the, not shuttle, this frigate, it could take up to six people. Mm. Um, so there's currently, I think there's four or so, um, <laughs> there's four or so uh, rooms to themselves. I think, uh, I can't remember the exact setup, but I think one of them has like doubled up bunks or something like that. So you could mm-hmm. take her to one of the spare rooms and put I'm her down there. I'm poker first she um you, you poke her yeah and she she sort of moves around a little bit she's groggily sort of waking up and she opens her eyes to the two of you and doesn't immediately react you don't necessarily see her um have any sort of emotion or anything like that she's seems to be mostly confused about where she is right now but she's not immediately saying anything just looking between the two of you 
Okay. Hello. I'm readying myself for attack. <laughs> <laughs> um, to be attacked or to attack? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, yes. Yes. You've got and it. Yes. Um. Hi. Uh. Where am I? You are on the Blue Robin, in a stasis pod. Okay. Who are you, kid? That is all the information I know. Um, she's she's trying really hard to like muster up anything. You know, from Stasis Pod, there's sometimes a little bit of grogginess that comes around with waking up immediately. So she's trying to get her bearings. Um, uh, Claire, my name's Claire. Uh, Blue Robin is is that a ship? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, and she's looking like a little faint and starts to slump a little bit. Are you guys going to catch her? I mean, yeah. Okay. Not so a monster. <laughs> just let her hit the ground. Well, so she's she's stumbling out. Do you want to take her anywhere? Are I you... think we should leave the smuggler's hold. Okay. That seems like a place potentially for a location that has food, water, and or blankets. Yeah, let's get her some water. Okay, so y- you Ooh, guys, kitchen. Yeah, you guys. Are you guys going to take? There's a lounge off of the kitchen. So do you want to have this conversation here? Yeah, I think we should we should relocate to there. All right. So you guys um, leave the the smugglers hold. You're sort of uh, helping her as she makes her way out. She's not. Um, completely able to walk unaided. She uses, like has her hand on one of your guys' shoulder. Mm. Um, Alex, you were hanging out in the in the kitchen. You were unprivy to all of this. Mm-hmm. And you just see um, Nona and Micah walk in with a woman that you have never seen before. Oh, I found some bread. <laughs> Alex, we found an extra person. I can see that, did we? I did not feel she was... Yeah, she, she was in the back. <laughs> in a stasis pod. Oh, did it open? And, okay, then. Um, <laughs> doesn't seem like a threat, but we're keeping an eye on her. Anyway, I, yeah, will, could you- I will ask many questions uh, in, in uh, just a little bit. Um, I go to the girl with, like, the bread. Uh, excuse me? Hello? Uh, my, name, my name is Alex. Are you hungry? And I <laughs> kind of hold up like a little low. I, I know stasis can uh, can take a lot out of you. Yeah, I I am. Uh, thank you. And she sort of is this sliced bread or is this just <laughs> I'm assuming it's bread? Like a, no, it's like a big chunk of like, <laughs> like straight up. A it's like a, it's like a ra- it's like a rationed kind okay. of piece of bread. Is how I imagined it. I'm gonna hand that over. Okay, uh, let's uh, let's go sit down, uh, and we will have a long discussion. On stasis pods and uh, inviting people onto ships. <laughs> so you guys sit down in the little lounge that's off to the side of the kitchen. You wrap a little blanket around her. She has the ration in her hands with like the, you know, the, the comfort. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Like after you've been through anything, what the ambulance puts yeah, on you. Like Even if it's like summer and you just got on the a blanket. <laughs> It'll make you feel better. And she's just sort of nibbling on this ration, looking at the three of you and speaks up and says, um, 
where are we exactly? I know we're on a ship, but where? We're in the middle of a spike drive between Cass and where again? The Medinar system. And it's actually um, Magalka is the name of the system. Cass is just a planet within that system. Right. Okay. So we're we're traveling between systems. Yes. Okay. I'm going to. We've got Magalkar and what else? Um, Magalka. Magal- and- Magalka and Magalka. Metanar. Metanar. Okay. So we're traveling from Magalka to Metanar or vice versa? Magalka to Metanar, yes. Got it. And we're around like halfway through the trip at this point? Something yeah. like that? You guys have been. And this is probably the start of uh, day three or day four. All right. Day four. Cool. We are um, in the middle of a spike drive between Magalka and Medinar. Okay. Um, who are you people? Uh, we are a couple of our hired hands uh, sent to return some uh, this ship, a uh, stolen ship. Um, so where, where was the last place you remember being um we weren't aware of of anybody else here um i i grew up on orisiame uh Mm -hmm. and um micah you obviously perk up at that because that's where you were born as well um that was specifically in the magalka system um um i honestly uh, a lot is uh, hard to remember right now. I'm not sure why. Uh, I don't know where, how I got here. Um, uh, the last thing I can remember, um, the children of the, the silence were teaching me how to um, use my psychic powers. I hate you. <laughs> Jeffrey. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so kidding. unpacking a couple of things. Um, Micah, you'd be familiar with the Children I of Silence. I certainly am. Um, the Children of Silence is the current ru- rulers of uh, Orisiame. Um, they are anti-psychic, but more so for the regulation of psychics, mm-hmm. as they would sort of defend it. But sure. basically... Um, bigotry against psychics so that they need to monitor them and stuff like that. So the fact that she was held by them means she probably hasn't had the nicest um, growing up if she is a psychic as she claims to be. Hmm. Um, I would like to ask her about the person that we were told to retrieve the ship for, but I want to make sure I get this right. I've got Enrico Guantaname. Okay, so there's Erico Watanabe. Erico Watanabe. Erico. Erico. Erico Watanabe. Yes. Um, she is the businesswoman. Aaron Version is the one who gave you the job. Yes, I would like to ask about both of these names and ask if she is familiar with them. Um, the names don't sound familiar, but I've never been good with names. Um... So you're, you with those suits? You, you like the, the children of the silence? Those, those are your folks? What was your experience with them? That seems ex- like a loaded question. Why are you here? Yes, let's not, let's not 
pests are the girl too much. She uh, is going through. Hey, a listen, lot. this is an important question. Just give me a second, all right? Um, no. <laughs> and she sort of looks down. You can tell she doesn't necessarily want to talk too much more about it. You can try and press for more information, but it seems like she didn't enjoy her stay right. with them. Uh, I'm going to relax a bit then. Okay. Um, okay. What are your names? I'm Nona. I'm Micah, also from Orsiame. Uh, Alex, uh, don't worry. I also had to ask them to repeat their names. So I, I got mine that. wrong the first time. <laughs> <laughs> and she she's looking at all of you, um, just sort of back and forth, trying to... It almost seems like to... Um, I don't know, size you up a little bit. Can you all roll a, let's, a notice? Um, let's do a notice wisdom. Oh, dear. Cool. Okay, so not, that's the 2d6 one, and I'm assuming... 2d6, add oh. your wisdom modifier and your notice modifier. Six. Notice Four. Modifier. They cancel each other out. All right. Seven. So, surprisingly... Oh, wait, uh, <laughs> I actually have a thing that I roll yeah. another d6 and drop the lowest. Oh. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, eight, actually. Okay. So, Micah's not kept picking up on this, but she's looking between the three of you and seems to focus more on Nona for some reason. You, <laughs> you can't quite pick up why that is but she she seems more comfortable or more understanding of micah and alex but doesn't quite get nona she's not saying this outright (laughs) you're just noticing this between like her glances and stuff like that okay so i'm going to continue to stand here because i do not know what that means i'm going to kind of catch her eye and think a little bit uh, just like on the off chance she is trying to read my mind or something, because I think that that's a thing psychics can do as a person who is a trained psychic a little bit. Telepaths can read um, thoughts or emotions lower. So the higher you go, the more specific they can understand. But generally the lowest level telepaths um, can only really read like emotions. Okay. I'm going to wait until her eyes are on me and I'm going to think... Uh, uh, you know, it's not very nice to pry. <laughs> she just sort of looks down uh, when that happens. Okay. I continue to stand here. <laughs> All right. So now you guys have um, a very confused teenage girl of some description, psychic, as she claims, and you are heading towards the Metanar system. You've got three more days. So how is this going to go out? Are you talking to her, trying to help her remember things? First of all, I would like to find her a room. Because that is a thing people require. There is a spare room um, that you guys can give her. Um, We do that. All right. (laughs) So you guys sort of. Step one. Step one. This is where you live now. This is life. You guys have your little conversation and you're like, all right, maybe we'll we'll leave you to yourself for a little bit and sort of give you your own space. You know, like you do for like cats when you're trying to yeah, introduce you know, them to the household. Yeah, you know, we're teenagers. 
just put them in a room, give them like a computer or something, and occasionally pop your head and say, like, hey, sport, how you doing? <laughs> Throw some food in. I made snacks. I um, made pigs in a blanket. So you, you, you guys sort of get her up. You take her to a room, give her some food. She's sort of situated in there. Are you guys going to have a conversation about this? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. As, as soon as our hosting duties have been taken care of, we gather in the kitchen for to gossip. Yeah, we. Uh, I, I want to go a little bit further than the kitchen. Oh, that's um, fine. But like you, we let her into the room. He's like, okay, uh, you do have run of the ship, but this is going to be your own little area. If you want to go ahead and close the door, uh, come and go around. Okay, bye. And then as soon as like we kind of go around, it's like, guys, yeah, we go like over to like the cargo bay. Is like okay, so you guys are like go, going changing levels, yeah. <laughs> and we're doing that thing where they're like, "Come with me," and then they just stay silent for like five minutes <laughs> while you travel to a different location, and then you cut to that. And then oh it's yeah, like, yeah. Okay, so okay, what the fuck happened? We found a smuggler's hold. There was a stasis pod inside, and then I guess we decided to open. It and there's this kid. So that's not something we got told when we took this ship. But I mean, neither were the drugs, so. Yeah, that's. Wait, wait, what? (laughs) Right, you weren't there for that. No. Oh, yeah, we found a big crate full of drugs. There are drugs now. Yeah. Just one crate. Uh, Was it just one crate? I think it was two. At least two crates. Uh, one, at least one. we're in the cargo hold. One I couldn't remember if it was one big crate. I know the I wrote down the number. I just couldn't remember if it was one big crate or like two smaller crates. At least it's, four it's crates <laughs> brimming with drugs. Oh, like, it's, sorry. I actually it's one got crate. this. I got this confused legitimately with the video game I had been playing in which there were two crates and that was incredibly important. Oh, that's good. Yeah, mm. Fallout, man. Weird details. Uh, when we are saying drugs, we are not talking about space your tech or it is... No, it was, what was it? It looked like Lyft, kind of. It looked like Reverie. But Reverie, right. But different. Given that mm. we're in the cargo hold is like the crate easily... The, yeah, the, the crate's just right there in the cargo hold. <laughs> well, then we're going to open it. That's it. Like, that's um, the one. Uh, if you guys want to try and figure out, I, I can't remember if I had you guys. I think yeah. I did do a check for okay. it. Yeah. Did, um, yeah. But you, because Alex, you have a little bit more familiarity with some uh, medicines and stuff, uh, drugs and stuff like that. Um, can you roll a, what was it? It'd probably be like an intelligence. There's not like a medicine, is there? Huh? Heal? There's oh, there is a medicine. There's like, can you do an intelligence heal check? Intelligence or, heal. Or an intelligence no check, whichever one's better. I can intelligence no or heal. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to do intelligence heal. Oh, six, two, eight, plus one, plus zero, nine. Nine? Nine. So you also recognize this as reverie. You are familiar with reverie. It requires um, a little bit of skill in order to use. Reverie was mainly used as a combat um, combat stimulant. Um, uh, stimulant's probably not the right word. It, it was used specifically for combat, um, and it made the user extremely and utterly calm, which allowed them to make their shots unhindered, even by if things were blaring around them, but it would also make them less noticeable to 
things happening to them. So they wouldn't be able to dodge something or get out of the way of something as fast as they maybe should. Now, this specific type of reverie, it seems it's been, the formula itself has been altered to some extent. It's not, it's a different hue than the normal reverie, but also the the um, the syringes that itself is in seems to be applicable by people who don't necessarily have a ton of medical skill. Whereas normal reverie requires at least a general knowledge of the body in order to use yeah. effectively. And so you don't have to like find a vein or anything. It's just kind of pump it into your leg. Like yep. a, got it. EpiPen. Like an EpiPen. But with drugs. <laughs> Druggy pen. And Abby pen is also <laughs> drugs. Uh, petition to call these druggy pens <laughs> moving forward. Mm. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to kind of pull out one of the syringes as I'm uh, looking around in it. Uh, there's only one. This is a big cargo hold. It can hold a lot. Um, oh, yeah, this is what we found so far. Yes. It looked, like you had a, for sure. it looked like you had a very good look around the ship, to considering fair, what you found. To be fair, we did stop our search early when we encountered the person. Mm. I guess that that's his fair. Um, well then, uh, I'm pretty sure that that uh, girl can read minds. I uh, tried to talk to her. I think that oh, that's really? relevant. Yeah, I, I, she, was like, oh, she was looking at me. I was like, uh, don't do that. Uh, just in case, yeah. it's, it's a little bit of a habit I, uh, I, I've picked up. That makes a lot of sense if uh, if they were holding her, the the children of the silence don't like psych or well psychics, but telepaths in particular are kind of a, a pain in the neck in their opinion. Keeps with the whole silence motif. Yeah. That seems like the least troublesome of the very psychic skills that I've encountered. Depends on who they're trying to listen into. Fair. Yeah. So one just note um about the system as a whole. Telepaths are generally one of the more feared um, type of psychics because they can get inside your mind, they can read things that you don't necessarily know, and can sometimes, very strong ones, mess with memories or affect you in some ways. And oftentimes, what they do is completely undetectable. Mm -hmm. Um, So they're very sought after when it comes to like corporate espionage or politicians mm. because it allows to pull that information that some spy wouldn't be able to extract just by themselves. So they're extremely sought after, but um, oftentimes feared to such a point where in some places, you're not entirely sure where exactly, but some places would fully outlaw the use of telepathic powers. I'm yeah, not 100% certain that I would know that. So I think my comment still stands, but oh, if somebody fair. else yeah. wants to it, inform me. It's so like them to be complete hypocrites and exploit an innocent kid like this. They say, oh, we, we're like waging a fucking war against the psychics. But oh, yeah, behind the scenes, we're going to steal a child who's a, a telepath. <sighs> Don't get me started, seriously. Uh, we won't. Uh, <laughs> Can, can you show me to the smuggler's hold? I, I want to look at the stasis pod. Yeah, sure. Clip, 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 clip. <laughs> so you, you guys <laughs> go back upstairs, if you can remember the description from last time. There's a part of, I can't remember if it's, let me check the actual graph. If it's like the engine hold or something like that. It is, um, oh, the atmospheric configuration. So off to the side, you can ah. 
so you're able to like land on um, the uh, planets as well as um, just have air to breathe. Um, off to the side of that, that is an area air. that is the smuggler's hold that's sort of behind where the freight elevator is. So it's kind of tucked into this little back space. Um, so looking around, I want to see if the stasis pod looks like a new addition, a new addition to it. Mm-hmm. Um, like, are there some like spare metal chips? Is it dirty in there? Does it look like a, a freshly like added thing or has it been in there for a while? Sure. Can you roll a, this this probably be some sort of wisdom and not connect. Oh, I need to learn these a little bit better. Um, Probably notice then. There's no investigate. Like intelligence notice? Or or wisdom notice. Okay. Either or. Either or. It matters. Okay, cool. Intelligence then for Dave. (laughs) Um, Oh, hollow, me too. And notice, let's see, three, six, three. It's cocked. Six, seven. So you're not entirely sure when you can um, figure out exactly when this was put in, but it you can tell just from the way everything's put together, it, it seems very rushed for whatever reason, whether or not that was because they had to do this quickly and they want it to be a longer term thing or if it was just a temporary measure, you can't quite make sure or make that out. But this was not a planned installment of the stasis pod. So, uh, kind of getting up from the ground or whatever I was doing to figure that out. Uh, so my question is, Vazashi Zago, do we get a name? Claire. 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 I am bad with those. Um, so she... What was I talking about? The, the question pod. was whether she... Whether she uh, was put on here by the Green Nebula who was chasing after us or the people who hired us. Mm. That is my worry. Uh, because uh, sh- delivering a ship is one thing, delivering a girl is uh, another. Yeah. Well, technically they just asked for the ship because of sentimental value. So when we returned it to them, we could take both the girl and the drugs with us and not be in breach of contract. Yeah, I'm sure that would go over really great. Yeah, I, I enjoy uh, contract loopholes, but most people who write the contracts uh, do not. I think I'm they should write them better then. Pretty sure there was a provision in there that said like, leave stuff on the ship, don't take out the computer. But I guess I didn't That's check. That's fair, perhaps. Can I remember the details of the contract? Contracts aren't my strongest suit. I just like, it, it's happened before. I run into this personally before. <laughs> also, were we actually, anymore? did we sign contracts or did they just say bring back the It was ship? like a handshake. You didn't sign a contract. Well, this was very much on that the down. That's that, that way they don't need to declare you on their tax returns uh, as like contractors. Okay, okay, okay. Um, Typical. <laughs> it, technically, we don't even have to give them the ship. The, the pod does look like a hasty addition, but I can't tell when it was installed, which is the more pressing issue. I feel that with the strong desire and the amount of money we are being paid to both retrieve this and keep it quiet for sentimental value, the 
feels like maybe sentimental value is either the drugs or the girl. Yeah. Yeah. We might not have been told the whole story. Uh, We should not grill her a little more, but try and figure out what she remembers about this situation. Because if this is like human trafficking or something, I'm not down. Like I, I would really like to finish this job, but there are lines I'm not going to cross. And that's one of them. By definition, it does seem to be human trafficking. No, we are taking a human from one location to another. Yes. All in a storage That can container. be for, for, for some reasons or for other reasons. Hmm. I, I think either way, uh, we get to go out of, out of here somehow. The question is whether we will end up in a firefight with the people who hired us or not. That's my worry. Hmm. Uh, but yeah. this is a decision uh, we can't really make right now. We have two more days, right? In the, yeah, you have like two jump. and a half more days. Is there any way of stopping or diverting and I'm assuming no, but like in in progress, like, can we just like take a like hard left wheel skid kind Um, of thing and just go somewhere else? It would be extremely, and I mean it extremely risky. Um, Remember (sighs) in order to travel from system to system, you need what is called a rudder. um, Right. That has a certain age to it because, and you, it's effectively it does the, not stand up to Tokyo drifting, is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> it, I don't. I'm not even sure based on the rules if you could, mm. but even if you could, you would basically be throwing yourself at whims of chance where you end up. Got it. And um, like with these mapped out places, like you know that where you stop, you're not going to end up in the middle of like a star or something. But yeah. if we just fling ourselves into space randomly. I don't, it will be less good. I can look up. There are things that can go wrong when you don't fully hit a spike drill. One of them is like it just takes longer for you to get there. But there are other ones that like you end up in a completely different place. And there are some that are like bad shit happens. I can't quite remember. Okay. Exactly in that case, I'm not going to um, suggest that we do that. I was just curious as to whether, again. Yeah. You're... You, and also, I possible. think from from the rules itself, it you're once you've made it like made the drill itself, you just sort of go. You can't really change once yeah. you're in transit. I think, but That's I can fair. check that out less. I next time. don't. Just I, in case I'm, you want to do it, I'm okay with dual just track drifting later. Dual, <laughs> he's dual track drifting. <laughs> I I'm completely fine with just declaring this is not a thing we could do. I just wanted to explore our options and yeah. you know rule out the obvious ones, like don't go to the place where the people are waiting for us. One thing you also have to keep in mind is that when you make a spike drill jump, you use a certain amount of fuel. Sure. Um. So you. I don't know if you've recently checked, but how much fuel you actually have is not necessarily known at this moment in time. That's right. On the ship itself, there do appear to be fuel bunkers, mm-hmm. which would mean you can make more than one jump at a time, but you don't know if those fuel bunkers were filled when you made this jump. That's fair. Um, did we happen to pass by them in our random exploring of the ship? Is that a thing we might know? 
Um, those are probably down on the um, the first level where the cargo hold itself is. Yeah. Now we're like the living quarters. But, but like we were in the car, the cargo hold leads to the smugglers hold or no? Uh, the second story or the third story is where right. that cargo, okay. the, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. the atmospheric configuration and the smugglers hold is. Got it. Okay. Um, you you'd probably be able to check drugs, by quickly checking the, um, the uh, command console and the, um, the bridge. Once I get the chance, so incredibly low priority here, given that other conversations are happening, I would like to go and explore and find out the status of the ship and basically be at that point where like, you know, I'm a pilot. Mm-hmm. I should maybe know what we are. How much gas we have left. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I wait until everybody else is sleeping. I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. So what are you guys, what are you guys doing? Is, is this sort of, are you, we are so in the middle of we, the conversation. You're still having that conversation. Yeah. yeah. So I definitely think we need to talk to her a little more, obviously. Hmm. And we might need to figure out what we do when we land. If uh, if this sounds like it's a little more hot water, a little more under the table dealings than we really signed up for. Can we make calls during a spike drive thing? Like, if we wanted to contact Virgin, could we? No. Okay. But strangely, he was able to contact you when he was in Magalka. I don't know. They, have, they both start with M's. While Magalka. Magalka is the one where Cass was. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, if you remember, you guys left Cass, and then he was able to somehow send you a message. Yeah. Um, saying to meet him at this location in the Metanar state. Metanar. Did we have an actual conversation with him? I'm trying to remember. No. No. Just got a ping. So it's not necessarily like FTL communication. It could have been a pre-recorded message or something. Yeah. Okay. Although if it was pre-recorded, like, that would add its own complications in, right? Like the fact that they like kind of knew the ship was going to get stolen, which is the thing I'm betting they weren't. True, all true. Benny on God, no I wish we had Brian here. Can I just say, as Kirsten, I really uh, wish we had Brian here. He would be able to tell us so many things. I don't know he wouldn't be would. able to tell you I, a damn thing. I, well, he, he, he didn't could, look like he knew anything. That's fair, but he was the guard at like the front door. Like maybe people were carrying in large chunks of metal. Like, I don't know. Oh yeah, I saw them carry in that stasis pod shaped box. <laughs> Um, we'll go back for him one day I will come for you Brian well it seems like we are not making much more progress Mm, on this at the moment Um, yeah let's give her a little time we need to come to a decision in a day and a half Uh, we need time to plan or time to decide to wing it which is apparently a thing uh, we do here in the world (laughs) The universe. I okay. believe that I am against human trafficking. Yes. For the record. That is not a question. Okay. Good. Glad we're on the same page. Again, not, not a question of stopping the human trafficking and trying to get this go home. Um, question of whether the people who employed us are for human tra- trafficking. Or if the Green Nebula Traitor saw the ship and decided, oh, this looks like a great human trafficker. That is my question at yeah. least. Is it our employer who, uh, who's behind this? Well, 
in either way. Well, never. I was going to say either way, we could just give the ship and leave with the girl. But if we left with the girl and it turned out they wanted the girl. I will fight. That would end up poorly for us because we would not have a ship anymore. So, I mean, also, someone wants her. So I I think we're all on the same page. We've got to get her out somehow, but it's going to be dangerous and powerful people are going to come and try and kill us. And so we'll work with that when we get there, but just so Mm -hmm. everyone is on the same page. Is there any sort of preparation we could do regardless of like who is like, Hmm. we're expecting maybe the, the same sort of like, I'm ready for a fight, but like, the ship version. <laughs> I know we've got holding Are you gonna home alone us. this ship? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm just I'm just saying, um, like, is there like certain things like ah oh, when we come out as opposed to like just like wow, what a glorious day, kind of like fists up. Are you asking thing. in like mechanical terms? Or like- I surprisingly as a pilot, I know very little about ships. Like, is there cases of like people coming out of spike drives and being like Haha, ha, I'm ready to go. I mean, do as you soon have as to arm the weapons? Do you have to like turn shields on? Oh, any of that that no. sort of stuff. Like, you won't be blindsided. If you will see, you will um, be able to sense the impending okay. um, starship before it actually is able to engage you in combat. Cool. Um, assuming you can actually get it on your sensors, there is a specific role about whether or not you can actually lock on and figure out where they are or if they've locked on to you. But you will get in combat before um, they can just fire at will on you. Mm -hmm. Also keep in mind, the three of you are probably expendable. For some reason, Claire is not. For whoever wants her, I guess. (laughs) Strap her to the front of the ship. (laughs) Oh, God, no. (laughs) I'm just, you're laying out the, the logic here, Jeff. I'm, I'm just, just putting it together. I'm just giving you all of the data points. Uh, fair, fair, okay. fair. Fun then. Team break. <laughs> you guys all clap in unison in the cargo hold. So the you, Cassian way. <laughs> the Cassian way. The Cassian way. It is known. So you, you guys, you're still not entirely sure what exactly you want to do. So... The Metanar system, there isn't a ton there. Um, the place that you're specifically going to is something, is a refueling station by the name of Nansen 8 that you would assume is probably Beholder Collective owned. Beholder Collectively owned? Hmm. No. <laughs> hmm. um, I don't think it's actually collectively owned. I get the feeling they're very yeah, person at yeah. the top. Um, that's the one, that's one of the things that you know are in there. Alex, one of the things that you're aware of that's in the Metanar system is the planet of Gal. Yeah. It's orbiting moon guy. <laughs> so, Nona, I guess after you guys broke, you wanted to check and see how how much fuel you had left to see if you could do another spike yes, drive or something Yes, as long like as that. I... as Well, yes. But I think the thing in generally doing is trying to assess the capability of the ship as a whole. How much fuel do we have? How good are our weapons compared to other ships with other weapons like what is the status condition of the space holes that were blasted in us and like how much is that gonna bite us in the butt later like just that sort of thing Mm -hmm. like a pilot driving a thing let's do a quick maintenance check so we have a better idea of what is happening so 
the you, you go up and you check just sort of make a full diagnostics to see sort of like what you're working with. You can see that you are actually out of spike fuel by the time that you get to Metanar. You will need to refuel it's in order to make another spike drive drill. Um, however, without that fuel, you can still move your way around the we specific system. We just can't system. spike drive again. You just can't spike drive out of this particular okay. system. Okay. As for the ship itself and sort of its capabilities, you would feel that this ship is more of a cargo ship than a fighter. Mm-hmm. It's more for taking um, some amount of cargo from one place to another and sure. has the hard points that it has mostly as defense of itself. Does it have like, this is going to be a question because I don't know the universe. Mm-hmm. How does stealth work? So, Do we have cloaking technology? Do we have, like, one, does that exist in this universe? Two, I believe stealthing technology exists. Mm-hmm. It's not installed on this particular vehicle. Fair enough. Um, how, sensors generally, how sensors work are the bigger the ship or outpost, the better the sensors it generally has. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it rolls against whatever um, the thing that it's trying to detect is. And that, in that case, the smaller the ship, the better the chance that it has of not being detected. So there's several different classes of... We're fairly small, I'm guessing, given that it's a crew of about six. Yeah, there's there's four levels of Mm. um, hull types. There's the fighter, which is generally like one or two person piloted. There's frigates, which is the one that you have. There's cruisers, which are obviously bigger than there's capital ships, which is like the destroyers from Star Wars. Um, So you would be harder to detect, Mm -hmm. um, but not the hardest to detect. Okay. and depending on what's trying to detect you, mm-hmm. it might be hard to n- go unnoticed. Okay. There are a couple of things that you can do mechanically to try and go unnoticed. Specifically, if you try and avoid, I think there's a thing called avoiding um, planetary, um, like big population areas. So mm-hmm. like you wouldn't, if you don't fly around um, Cass City, mm-hmm. for example, you get a, a certain modifier for that. Gotcha. Um, there's also a thing that, if someone is not necessarily looking for you, but just has passive sensors sensors on, it is harder for them to detect you. Mm-hmm. But if they do detect you, you don't get notified that they are aware of your presence. Got it. Okay. Um, cool. I might have some questions about how sensors work in the future. Sure. But that will be for the future. In the meanwhile, I'm going to just like go through... Ships logs. Basically, I'm going to read the terms and conditions on this thing. Mm-hmm. If there is any text anywhere, I will read it and <laughs> maybe we and give somebody it. else, you know, some chance to do stuff. All right. Um, can I wish there was like an investigate? Um, do like a. Um, I want you to roll an intelligence. Let's do intelligence program check. To, get, to, to find all of that information. I am okay with this. I'm less okay with this. Seven. Okay. So a couple of things that you can um, glean from just going over this information. You find out that um, 
There are a couple of things to identify specific ships. So um, some other government that comes across it knows like who owns it, who mm-hmm. it might belong to and stuff like that. All of that identification codes seem to have been wiped. Um, mm-hmm. That would be an immediate red flag for anyone watching it. So it's obvious that the Green Nebula trading was not ready for it, this ship to go. They were trying to get its IDs so it could sort of fly under the radar. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that you recognize is it keeps a log of some of the previous jumps that it has, um, been making. And it seems like it's been going between Metanar and Magalka quite a bit. For some reason, you can't be sure why. Mysterious reasons. Mysterious reasons. Love it. Um, and I'm assuming there's no way to like mimic or fake one of the like ID things. Like it's just lost no yeah it's been completely wiped specifically Mm -hmm. from it you need some form of like government or some forger of some kind in order to get that information and upload it into the um the ship's database because not only does the ship need to say it but the corresponding information needs to be in like the general ship database kind of deal and i'm assuming that there is no way i remember what that was from my previous ship that you know was then junked. Mm. Like, I'm wondering if I'm looking for, like, on that level, some you know way of, like... I like it. Um, I want you to roll another intelligence programming check to see if you can figure out how to install these identification codes. Ten. So you remember those identification codes. You don't necessarily know if that same information still exists in the sort mm-hmm. of directory. But you you set up all of the information that has been completely wiped from this and add in your own um, information. Um, what was the name of your old ship? Hmm. I don't think it necessarily had one. The okay. Monogram. I so my 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 backstory has involved basically I had a little tiny ship that came from the satellite. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that'd be a fighter rather than a frigate class. Yeah, more or less. And I just kind of putted that around until it completely gave out on me. And that's when I ended up on this mission. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, it's probably, it's probably if I, well, yeah, no, it's probably, probably either fighter class or like escape pod or just sort of general cube thing. Okay. Um, wasn't that the name of the ship? The cube thing? The cube thing. Yeah, let's go with that. I'm going to assume that it had some sort of name on it that was basically a serial number. And that was how I identified it. Okay. If the database that the government has requires some sort of catchy name, then <laughs> like... You don't know that one? I, I, well, if it was, if the information was in the computer in the first place, I would have seen it. I'm just saying I wouldn't by myself come up with a catchy name ah. for the ship. So, like, whatever the credentials were that were there, you put them copy, transcribe. Cool. All right. So, you have that was obviously a hole within the, the ship itself, mm-hmm. uh, not the ship itself, but sort of like the identification of the ship itself. Mm-hmm. So, you've updated that information. Um, and overwrote some stuff. And you're like, feeling pretty good about yourself. Anything yes, else that you want to try and figure out about the ship or anything? I think that was my my major just like planning for 
normal operations is the best way to say it. Like, mm-hmm. huh, this was stolen. Let's make it seem a little less stolen. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, that's probably it. Cool. All right. So, what are you guys uh, doing? Yeah, so I do have some like tech and engineering experience. If I were going to try and look around for any kind of like tracking apparatus, would I know how to look for that on this kind of ship? Like yeah, something so I, that I when, think you. So that when yeah. we land, if we just like noped away from the planet we're supposed to go to, uh, would they immediately be able to just follow us anyway is the idea that Micah is having. Yeah. Um, can you do... So I am I would say you, you have, because you've been a spacer before, you have an idea of sort of how ships are generally laid out. So I, yeah, I, I do think that's a good idea. Let's let's have you roll try some sort of like wisdom notice check, maybe. Mm. I, I would... Intelligence. Oh, there's a fix. You know what? The better of um, wisdom notice or wisdom fix, because you're leveraging sort of that spacer, um, whichever one's better. Okie doke. Wisdom fix is a really great, uh, like, Xbox gamer tag. (laughs) That's a pretty good, yeah. Wisdom Uh, fix. Wisdom fix. No, five. Okay. You... so you, you spend a day sort of looking around um, in the different places and areas that you would expect to maybe see something like that. You don't immediately find anything. You think if you have maybe a couple, had a couple more days, you might be able to scrounge something up. Okay. But like you'd have to start like taking apart an entire room and then putting it back together and sort of doing mm-hmm. it that way. So it would take a little bit more time. So it's something that you could do in the next sort of two days, I think you guys have yeah. now. If you want to try it again tomorrow. Okay. So that was what you were doing. Just sort of going around, sort of snooping. Digging through cables. And during all of this, Claire is, unless specifically asked to leave her room, sort of stays in the room. Do we have like normal meal times? Like obviously nobody's going to ring a dinner bell, but I'm assuming Mm. people would congregate around that sort of kitchen lounge area i've uh alex has probably actually been just kind of going and snacking not really sitting down regular meal times Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um unless somebody makes an active effort to be like everybody come sit around the table and let's go ahead and have a good old meal I'm going to make an active effort to make sure that Claire has food, mm-hmm. not that she comes and sits around. You just the occasionally dinner. leave like, like a plate of mom, food outside like, her get door. Your, get your butt down here for dinner. It's more of a hello. Have you eaten yet? Mm-hmm. And then if she's like, yeah, go away. But like, I'm gonna do that at like whatever the space equivalent of like nine noon and six thirty is. Right, um, and three and- square meals a day, man. <laughs> you gotta have it. So you, you go to do that uh, a couple of times and she's definitely, she's warming up to you guys as a whole, but there's still something about you that she doesn't, you can tell she doesn't quite put her finger on. Like she's a little warmer around Micah and Alex than you. She, she still hasn't quite figured out what you're about yet. I will say um, when Nona is programming stuff and uh, and Micah is going around looking for stuff. I wanted to go talk to Claire. Okay. Um, briefly a little bit after the meeting. Um, 
And is the does the keeper door closed or or open? Um, I'm gonna say she leaves it like a crack open. <laughs> like she she likes her privacy. He's but... campus messy. He's <laughs> campus messy. No one's going to get that <laughs> reference except MIT people. Which... So everyone's gonna get that. <laughs> <laughs> Hello to our one maybe two audience members. <laughs> we love you. Um, so she she keeps it cracked. So it's like semi-inviting but she also wants to have like that barrier you know okay i'm gonna i'm gonna like a uh, a uh, cool dad or like, <laughs> dad, just, uh-huh. kind of, like just kind of like knock and like open it like open it really slowly and be like mm-hmm. uh knock knock uh hello uh, uh she's sort of sitting on the um the bed was reading a book that was there she's like um come in yeah uh, hi sorry to uh disturb um, first of all, uh, if you were reading my mind earlier, I want you to know I'm not really angry. Uh, I'm used to a lot of people kind of doing that, more or less. Um, again, it's not like the best thing to do, but given your situation, I completely understand. I just wanted to go ahead and put that out there. Um, I'm s- sorry. Again, no need to apologize. But, uh, if you're the kind of person who needs to apologize, then it's okay. <laughs> This is adorable. I'm dying inside. Okay. Um. Good. Um, take your time. First of all, uh, one thing I just kind of wanted to say. Uh, we are on our way to the Metanar system, as we mentioned before. Um, and there are a few things we will need to decide uh, before we get there. Uh, and we want your input. We want you to uh, talk to us. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, speaking candidly, I don't know everybody particularly well. We are, we've been together for just a little bit, but they are very good at, at what they do. The, uh, the Tovan, the, the redhead, um, she can punch, she can shoot. It's very, very incredible, um, but only does it to people who really deserve it. The Nona, uh, the other one, is one of the best pilots I've seen. Uh, took this little ship, uh, got us away from a much faster ship that probably should have caught us. Uh, but she's just, <laughs> <laughs> just that good. And I am, uh, well, I'm also here uh, to, to talk. Um, so if everything kind of shakes out um, and you remember something, Anything uh, last time that you remember, if you can kind of give us a time frame or, or anything, come talk to one of us. Uh, anyway, yeah, that's it. Uh, help yourself to food. I've, I've been doing that and I am uh, slowly growing very fat. <laughs> and you can see she just does a little smirk at that that little joke. So she seems to be a little bit more comfortable around you No, guys. don't laugh at me. <laughs> <laughs> That is crashing to my self-esteem. <laughs> I um, I was taken in by the children of silence um, four years ago now. Uh, my uh, village was attacked and my parents were killed. Um, they took me in. And they taught me how to use 
my powers. Um, the last, I, the last couple of weeks are foggy. Um, I was told I was getting moved, but I don't know where to. I don't know who by. Um, there was, I remember this man coming and visiting me once. Tall guy. Um, I don't, it, best thing I can remember about him was he had like a burn scar reaching up the left side of his neck. Mm -hmm. um, sharp features, but I don't know. I, I don't know what's happening. I don't have anywhere to go. I don't want to impose on you guys, but I don't really have anywhere. <laughs> yeah, uh, the feeling is mutual. Uh, you are not imposing on us. Uh, we are imposed onto the ship, so you're really just taking from the ship, and that's okay with me. Uh, yeah, good. Thank you for sharing. If you have anything else, come see me. Uh, and I kind of start, like, backing away. Uh, do you want the door closed? Should we leave it open? <laughs> just kind of... You can leave it open. Okay, I'll leave it open. Thanks, Alex. Yeah, of course. Um, and I, I just kind of, like, wave and duck out the door. Um, and I like run over and try to find, <laughs> try to find Nona and uh, I found exposition. Nona, Nona and my We have uncovered the plot. As soon as I'm out of the, as soon as I'm out of uh, earshot from. That was adorable. Um, and when I find somebody like trying not to be too loud, I like just grab them. Uh, uh, just, uh, employers, the uh, bat. Uh, it was it was watching the scar, which was constantly described, uh, so that we would have a, a reference point if it came up again. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then once I deliver the message to one of them, I go and I run over to the other and deliver the same message. Mm -hmm. um, if information is dropped upon me, I am going to reciprocate by dropping the information that I know back on them, namely that the ship didn't have a thing. Mm -hmm. uh, identifying information. I fixed that now, but the types of ships don't necessarily match up, so maybe don't look too closely at that. Mm -hmm. And that the ship had been regularly flying between the two systems. Mm -hmm. So that adds some I was gonna I was gonna say originally that that added some weak evidence that probably this was more or less planned and that our employers were the ones who did it. But now that, you know, Alex, we found the plot, <laughs> I guess I will just put that information <laughs> out there for the sake of having that information out there. Cool. So you guys are like a day and a half outside of reaching Metanar. Okay. Do you guys, with this new information, do you guys convene again to try and figure out a plan. Do you want to include Claire on this conversation or are you going to leave her sort of be in her room? No, I think I'd like to pull together a talk not with Claire right about when uh, when that comes to light yeah. to try and figure shit yeah, so out. Like, yeah. right, right after our meeting breaks, I have that like five minute conversation and then we do another meeting <laughs> <laughs> immediately. Second meeting, huddle Meetings up. without Ready? number. <laughs> Uh, we are called to order at uh, eight. <laughs> Space eight o'clock. Space o'clock. Who's taking meeting notes? Nona pulls out her pen. Yo. And <laughs> okay, uh, um, so to reiterate, uh, we are working for the bad guys. D 
Are we sure? Is that what she said? She said a burn scar coming up the neck. Um, I don't know how many people have burn scars coming up the neck. I am familiar with one who is directly related to what we are currently dealing with. Um, that would be Aaron Version. That would be. Did I get it right this time? You, you did. Please. Yes. You don't know. It could be his twin brother who also has a burn up his leg. That <laughs> seems like, a, like if you're going to do that to twins, you got to at least put it on the opposite side. <laughs> but that'd be Aaron, is on the wrong side. Aaron Wilson was probably like, we must look the same. <laughs> <laughs> so still bad. Okay. Yeah. So also, that's probably him. Also, uh, the ship has regularly been traveling between these two points, which indicates okay. to me that before it was stolen. It was doing much of the same thing that we are currently doing. So we got lied to. Yeah. Uh, not a shock. Still not good. No, no. I am completely and totally taken by surprise, and I resent this. Nona, can we add to the minutes uh, <laughs> lessons learned section? Uh, check ship before spike drive. Well, that's going to be a little difficult on this run, Chief. Yeah, it's, uh, You're not wrong. <laughs> didn't really have time. Lessons for the future. Mm-hmm. Very important. So, so what do Nona we will do? Remember that. We're meeting him on the refueling station. Is that right? What if we did not do that instead? We're a little locked in, so we can take the ship to a different planet and skip the the refueling. I've been trying to look for. Any kind of uh, homing signal they could use to track this ship. I haven't found one, but just in case. What a great idea. But I haven't found one yet, so it's possible this. there's one there. Hmm? I would like to join the search. You're in on this search? I'm in on this. Right. I would like to join this search for things from the evil people who betrayed us and how dare they. Because if, if we just go in there and they're expecting us, they know it's possible that we found something. So if we just try and skedaddle with them knowing where we are, that's asking for disaster. Yeah, we need to get away. That is a priority one. Yeah, pick your battles and that ain't it. Good. Does anyone um, know anything about the Metanar system? Do I know anything about the Metanar system? I'm guessing um, probably no. I'm pretty but... sure I'd know very little unless it's in textbooks. Um, Alex's backstory has some dealings on the planet of Gal, um, okay. which is in the Metanar system itself. World um, there's not, sorry. Tell the world. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, you can share if you want. I'm just saying, you know yeah. a thing. Um, the There's not a whole lot in this specific sector that you know about. Um, I'm trying to, this sector is the only way to get to... Um, the sector of uh, Punavatya that is quickly... Hell yeah. yeah. We're going there next. Punavatya. It's got the planet of Deimos in it. Um, Punavatya. For the most part, it's a nondescript system. There's not a ton in there um, other than the planet of Gal, which is sort of like a mining world. Are these systems relatively close to each other in terms of galactic space... So that's when you look at the map, they will be next to each other, specifically in the sector map. But mm. that's sort of like a, a 2D sort of right. Approximation. But there, there aren't they, like they could be light years away from one oh, another. for sure. I mean, it takes us six days going through metadimensional space, but like there aren't other relevant things in between, really. No, okay. um, it would. It would take literal 
years, if not hundreds of years in, or thousands or millions in Long order time. to travel between um, actual systems without the use right. of a spike drive. Okay, because I'm just wondering in terms of like, you're given a basic education in one system and maybe they talk about like, who are our neighbors? This would be it, even though they're so far away. Do we have any maybe um, Like that conversation. Hmm? Do we have like any star charts or anything like you would on probably the have ship? you would probably have some star charts on the ship, not like hugely detailed. It would probably be detailing a lot of the um, information between Metanar and Magalka, uh-huh. and maybe going down into uh, Pani Paola, pa- Paola, Paola, yeah, like Paolo, but Paola. Um, <laughs> I'm going to write this down and then <laughs> pronounce it wrong in a future episode. It's in the sector that I shared with you guys. So you guys can look at it. Okay. Um, you would probably learn more about your system neighbors, like the other planets in your system and maybe okay. areas of interest within the system, more than you would learn about the immediate sort of spike drill um, systems mm-hmm. because – even though things are starting to wake up again uh, post-silence, there's still not a whole lot of interplanetary communication. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, inter-system uh, communication. Right. And even less so, like, uh, spike drives aren't things that grow on trees. They're kind. Of, they're quite expensive. Generally, only people who make a ton of money doing it would have one. Um, but you'll occasionally find people who want to explore and stuff like that. So it's... I, I would say your information about um, systems other than Megalka, since you grew up on Mag- um, mm-hmm. in the Megalka system, you wouldn't know a yeah, ton that more. Yeah, that sounds them. like I probably wouldn't know anything. Yeah. You, you you might know like rumors, like okay. oh, there's this other planet in this other system or something. So you may have heard of Gal at one point, and the fact that a lot of metals come from it or something like that. Okay, we need metal. Uh, so when we come out of the spike drive, are we going to be in orbit around the refueling station or, or how is that going to work? There's an entry point. And then we can go somewhere that is not and the then refueling That is station true. Because we have plenty of normal gas, just not super faster than light gas. Yes. The entry points for certain rudders tend to be around the same location. Mm-hmm. So it's not, it's not impossible for, for someone to be monitoring that location for new incoming uh, starships. Yeah, but we're really good and cloaked now. I put the name. Did we decide what type of ship was my old ship? And it's a. It would probably be a fighter, fighter. of some kind. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Sounds good. So don't mess with us. We're a fighter. Shifty eyes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I guess that's the best we've got then. Just don't go where they want us to go. Because what else are we going to do? If there's any information in the star charts about like technologically advanced worlds, basically looking for a place to refuel, that's not the refueling station. Yeah, the, the planet of Gal would be that. And we would know that from the star chart. Y- you would know that from just, yeah. Okay, cool. It's got a little, little tiny well, like arrow on it, gas here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, that sounds good. So yeah, I'm I'm going, going to just suggest going there because there's gas there and we could refuel and then leave. All right, not exactly a foolproof plan, but it's something to go with, and Thank we'll you. figure it out uh, as we go. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it it's a plan. All right, good. So 
just to sum up, you guys have decided, you know what? Fuck these guys. We're going to steal this ship and protect Claire. We're going to refuel at the nearest possible location, which we believe to be Gal, mm-hmm. and we are getting the fuck out You're of here. Leaving. This is my yeah. ship. Now. And we're looking for that homing device in the meanwhile. Yes. Right. And we're stealing very, this very expensive ship. Very so you have intently. another day. So is that what you guys are gonna be spending your time doing? Like I if- am gonna check in with Claire also. Uh-huh. But at see uh, if Nona agrees that's a priority, then yeah. Okay. Or we can look for that. I so mean, you, that's, I don't have anything. I'm generally ship oriented and I've mm-hmm. already gone through all of the logs and stuff. So like, this seems like a good ship thing to do. So I'm just going to do that. Although I will note, continue popping in on Claire and being like, have you had food yet? <laughs> Unless, you know, of course, she decides to go get food at some point, And I am aware of this. I think for the most part, she's sticking to her quarters. Um, it, she's probably, after Alex had that conversation with her, more comfortable around you guys mm-hmm. and is uh, occasionally vis- visiting, like, the kitchen. Um, also, not every single um, of... there. There's a communal bathroom, sure. except for the captain's quarters, so she's yeah. obviously going there and showering up and stuff like that. Um not necessarily stopping to talk with you guys, but she is out and about occasionally now. Yeah, it's mostly just the goal is to make sure she does not die. All right. You know, she is not instincts. actively dying at this moment in time. Hooray! <laughs> Total <laughs> success. Well, in that case, all the rest of my time is just going to be spent systematically looking for bugs. Okay. Yeah, I want to spend the rest of the day trying to find that homing device. All right, I want you all <laughs> to roll exists. either an, um, uh, let's say, what a heavy roll last time. Uh, you said wisdom. Wisdom fix, fix. Fix or notice. Fix or notice. Yeah. I'm going to say that as well for you guys. Whichever one is better, you can go off of the direction of Micah, who might have an idea of where some of these things might be able to be. Should put. I do that again? Or yeah, I, you're, you're okay. spending another day to try and look for things. Okay. Wisdom four. fix or notice. Um, I also want to pay attention to our packs and stuff, because I think some of us might have shaken his hand, and if he knew when we got on the ship, mm-hmm. it might be on us and not on the ship. Okay. Um, that That's stuff that I want to do. So wisdom, notice, or fix. Yep. Okay. Notice. Seven. Seven. Four. Hmm. Yeah. No, I'm not good at finding things, but I make up for it in effort. Eleven. All right. <laughs> yeah, but Alex the notice. <laughs> Alex the notice boy. <laughs> What's that over there? <laughs> so Alex, you're you were going around the fuel bunkers, just hanging around trying to look for something. And you notice this piece of tech that doesn't seem to go with the fuel bunkers itself because there's not a whole lot of technology that needs to exist in a fuel bunker. It's just there to hold the fuel itself. And you, you, you notice this thing and you look a little bit more at it and you start to realize that this doesn't belong here. Um, and you look at it a little bit more and it appears to be a lot like a compad of some kind. Not necessarily um, uh, a tracking device, it seems, but some way to always be able to contact this ship. Um, You're not entirely sure 
how how's your fix bad. for your program? Uh, both bad. Okay. Both very bad. You don't know how to remove it um, without destroying it. You Here with the group. I am gonna. Yeah. Go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I take on the crowbar. <laughs> Bang! And I Gordon Freeman it up. <laughs> like, quack 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 quack. That should quack. take care of that. No, now that I found it, I'm like, oh. And then I'll go uh, grab Micah first, and then Nona. Let mm. them know where it is. Nice, good spot. Um, so yeah, I'm definitely going to take a look at it and see if I can uh, dismantle it, deactivate it, anything like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. What does it do? Uh, so well, we should figure that out. I don't know if the play is to do it now, because if they're following us through the spike drive and then it goes silent, then I think they might know something's up, uh, and they'll prepare something. But if we can mm. time it a little bit, uh, we might have a, a better shot. But if we can figure it out, then definitely. You wouldn't assume comm pads could work between metadimensional space and okay. regular. So yeah. okay, yeah. so yeah. we're probably in the clear to do anything right now. Then yeah, yeah but what, I want to know what it does before yeah. we mess with it. It looks like it's a way to always be able to get in touch with the ship not necessarily a tracking device in and of itself. Um, okay. It seems like this was how Vershin was able to immediately contact you guys despite being in another sector. Um, to it, be it, fair, yeah. it probably sends out a signal of some sort and some crafty bastard could probably, probably track us so based on So it is FTL communication. How dare they? Bastards. Uh, all right. Break science uh, like that. I am offended. Um, so, I'm, I'm sorry. No, it, it, it's not capable no. of it. it it's we're um, in a different galaxy. Yeah. There is no technology is that you're aware of that allows for um, faster than light communication. It's metadimensional communication. But not while we're not in the metadimensional space. space. The you, you, would, you would have to assume that if version was in Metanar like you would expect him to be because that's where he's meeting you guys. Mm -hmm. um, there was some pre-recorded message that okay. when that ship that they were able to identify somehow was able to send that recording to you guys immediately. So okay. basically it allows them to open up a channel with you guys. Hmm. To a pre-recorded. Yeah. Okay. Open, just open up a, a line of communication no matter how they want to. Once we're there in Metanar kind of thing or... Um, yeah. In the same sector. So okay, basically, yeah. in the same system, sector from, is the bigger thing. From what okay. I understand, correct me if I'm wrong, but the idea was we get the ship, this thing turns on, and we get like the pre recorded answering machine that's like, hey, go here, do this stuff. Because presumably the guy is already in the location that we're heading to. And so then we hit the go button, but we could expect coming out of our spike drive ness to actually have live communication with this person because he probably beat us there. Exactly, yes. Can I just point out really fast that that means he believed in us. He, before <sighs> we even stole the ship, he left and he went to the place that we were supposed to meet him at. Okay, well, uh, plus one for capitalism. Yeah, that was... Minus uh, <laughs> infinity that for was, human that trafficking. Was, that, was a, that was Kirsten, not yeah. Nona. Thank you. Mm. Yeah. This is not a thing one says out loud. I'm just yeah. pointing out that he believed in us. He believed in us not finding the special cargo hold. That too. Uh, so okay, so yeah, I'm gonna look around it and see if I can deactivate that little doodad. Cool. 
Yeah, it doesn't seem too difficult. It does seem like an expensive piece of tech that might be useful at some point in the future. I don't want to break it if I can avoid I it. Yeah. Want it. Can you roll a intelligence program? Can check? I assist? Or Surely. Yes, you may. Thank you. There is progress. So I roll the same thing, and then if I succeed, I give him a plus one is how this works? Yes. Cool. Well, I got a five. I'm sorry. You said something program. Intelligence program. Oh, dear. Oh, wait. No, that's You should be great at intelligence I'm great at intelligence. I keep getting (laughs) intelligence and wisdom confused. Don't we all? Yes. Uh, Ten. Okay. You guys do it. Difficulty was six. Sweet. So you guys have this device now that allows you, if you install it in a starship, to, if you're in the same system, immediately open a line of communication with them. Oh, guys, we should get a bunch so of So don't, don't have reason to believe that there's like a special transmitter or receiver that they had for the other end? Like we could set this up ourselves? Yeah. Nice. Nice. Cool. All right. Well, if that's... Uh, you pretty sure that was everything? I mean, you... I had, a, I had a pretty good look around. Yeah. Um, all right. Think of it like a giant com pad that you always know the number two. Yeah. Mm. All right. The number two. <laughs> you the always know seven. the number two. <laughs> Forget three, though. Okay. Yeah. Four is right out. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you guys have found that. Um, okay. You've got about half a day left before you enter Metanar. Um, uh, yeah. The yeah. night... After that, mm-hmm. um, Alex has a little trouble falling asleep, as is his one. Um, when everybody else, he's pretty sure is out, he's going to go down to the cargo hold um, and to the, to the cargo box. He's going to open up the lid, kind of look at everything, and he's going to grab like five syringes of reverie. Okay. Nice. I'm going to a little... Before that, before it's like night, night time, uh, finally get around to knocking on Claire's door. Okay. And you, you hear the, the soft, um, come in. Uh, hey, uh, hey, so uh, you uh, you settled in pretty well? You doing good? You all right? You need anything? Yeah, thank you. You good? Yeah, no, sure. Uh, cool. You, uh, You're you- from... Orisame as well, aren't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, west side of the planet, you? Um, uh, also west side. Yeah, I thought so. I can tell by <laughs> tell by the accent. <laughs> um, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, you like books, huh? <laughs> you I, like books? I. What you're reading there? Oh, just some romance novel. Um, oh, no, shit. I nice. like books because they're, I don't know immediately what they're going to be about. I sometimes know people pretty well because of my powers. And books, doesn't work on books. So I get to read, you know, and experience a little surprise every now and again. Hey. You ever read Space Love? That's with an L-U-V. <laughs> I can't say I have. No? no. Ah, I love that one. That actually might be a little bit old for you, but like <laughs> maybe you'll get there anyway. <laughs> and and she smiles and has a little little giggle to that. Um, forgive me asking, 
Are you with the resistance? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I am. I've uh, been with them for about a year. It's, uh, yeah, you, uh, what do you, what do you think about that? It's a little bit of a hot topic back home. Yeah. Um, I, the children of the silence were nice to me when I did what they wanted me to. Um, I didn't always do what they wanted me to. Could, I don't have anywhere else to go. Um, could I go with you to the resistance? My heart. <laughs> uh, just gonna wipe a single tear away. Like, yeah, yeah, we can, uh, <clears throat> we can get you. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. We're not gonna let anything bad happen to you, kiddo. Don't, don't worry about it. Actually, I'm sure they'd love to have you. Um, you, you probably know, kind of like broken up into a few different kind of segments, mm-hmm. factions, groups. Um, there's only one real, like, high-profile telepath that I've heard about in the whole group. Like, you probably know you guys aren't that common, so you'd be a, a very welcome member at the very least. Also, you seem pretty cool, so that's good, too. Uh, yeah, we can definitely get you set up, is what I'm trying to say. Don't mm-hmm. worry about a thing. She, she smiles at that and nods, sort of looks back down at her book. All right. I'm going to do a, a little fist pump to myself <laughs> and I'm going to leave. <laughs> so you guys have half a day um, until uh, you guys leave metadimensional space. And is there anything else you want to do? I would like to check in with the other two and see if we have discussed a bare bones plan with Claire. Like here is what is the plan going forward because I have noticed that when people are kept in the dark, they sometimes do stupid things. Uh, I was going to talk to her this morning. Um, If everybody wants to come, listen, we had a plan and we're not going to follow it anymore and things might get a little hairy. And we're trying to help her. Yeah. She maybe doesn't need to know all the details. Yeah. Um, but just to let her know, yeah, that that makes sense. That it's it might be a little chaotic and uh depending. Yeah. Depending, we're not sure, but yeah. it's it's better to be safe. Yeah. Um I for one will be in the gunner's pit. Uh when we come out of dimensional space, just in case. Uh, and maybe not, maybe don't tell her that, but. <laughs> but yeah, that's where I am. Cool. Yeah, um, we should probably be ready to to rumble or to go fast uh, out from the, the entry point because they're probably going to be looking for us there. So yeah, I'll, I'll try and grease up the engines. Assuming our preference. You're not allowed to talk from over there, Kirsten. No one can hear you. I'm sorry. Unbelievable. <laughs> Professionalism. I'm assuming our preference is to go fast, given that we are a um, cargo ship and not a fighter. So that is what I'm defaulting to unless somebody tells me otherwise. Yeah. Yep. That's it. Okay. All right. Uh, shall we go fine. give her the one down? And we're heading to Gal, right? That's the name of the place? Gal. All right. Gal. Yeah, depends on your accent. Gal. 
G-A-L. Gal. Gal. Okay. Um, so we go over to Claire. All right. And again, uh, this is kind of this is more people than she's normally interacted yeah, with at I'm any not. given time. So all three of you are coming back in. I think so. Yeah, as, as, I, <laughs> you can't yeah. speak from I'm over sorry, there, Kirsten. I'm <laughs> my my glass had dirt in it. <laughs> threw off my you threw off my groove. All right. Um, okay, sorry. Yeah, we like again just kind of knock on the door if it's cracked again, um, pushing it open. Uh, hello. Uh, we are storming the castle. Uh, hi. Hi. Sorry, this is a little bit of an ambush. Uh, just wanted to let you know we're going to come out of a uh, mental dimensional space uh, soon. And uh, we, we might... So part of the stolen property is that, uh, which I explained to you earlier. Mm-hmm is that uh, some people are looking for it. Uh, so when we come out of here, um, it might get a little bit bumpy if you uh, catch my drift. Okay. Nothing, um, nothing to worry about. We've handled it before. We can uh, we can continue to do so. Okay. Do you need me to do anything? Random thought. We is this known or Kirsten? No, this is... So this is known as internal internal thoughts or mm. like, hey, a fourth person. Because I, I vaguely so recall... Much it feels more like a memory. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I vaguely recall the last time we did a... This is Kirsten now. Yep. Uh, vaguely recall the last time we did a star fighting thing. We had like... We were kind of short people. And sometimes people were manning two stations and being like... Well, I can't do both at the same time. Assuming nothing about this person other than she is a female adolescent, I think. Teenager. Yes. Who is also a psychic that can read minds. Is there a place we could put her where she would actually help as opposed to us kind of just setting it on autopilot and letting it run? You could ask her. Yeah, uh, um, she just offered to help of some kind. Yeah. Uh, you can ask her. If yeah, no, I was just, I was just planning she, on. She, in this case, even though I am acting for her, you guys will be controlling her. We'll, we'll give you guys. But if you want to have her specifically head a department, you can do that. Yes. Um. Oh, we should talk a little bit more. Um, as she asked yes. the question, I'm going to um, go with yes. <laughs> I don't. We will see, and um, we'll we'll put you on standby. You will be our secret weapon. Yeah, only if that's all right. If you feel yes. up to it. Yeah, I like, realize the phrasing okay, of that. We're so uh, considerate. Normally, normally, the phrasing of that would be uh, helpful, but I understand in this case it is not. Okay, I'm sorry. No, don't apologize. Oh, thank you. I'm I'm one of those people. Uh, who needs to. <laughs> I'm sorry for uh, making you feel like you needed a No, apologize. it's okay. No, it's totally okay. fine. All right, I'm going to cut that off right now. <laughs> uh, have you got, like, experience and, like, skills and anything technological at all? Um, Something you no. feel feel <laughs> decent doing? No? That's all right. I, uh, go ahead. Okay. Pick your favorite station. Step right up. Where are shall I find the list of stations? And right here, but also it's got a... Oh, no, that's just... No, that's, that's our, oh, that's our not the actions. I thought yeah. that's what you said. My bad. It's all right. Ah. 
Oh, you're looking at the the, the, <laughs> the places we could put her. Um, so I can go through this real quick. But you've got the bridge. <laughs> you're not going to want to put her in the bridge. That's um, known as she's the pilot. Um, you could put her in the captain's chair. That seems like a bad plan. Um, not so sure the other know ones... what? Empowering, Jeff. It's empowering. Young think... women need to be encouraged. Um, yes, but it's important, I think, to have full... structure for a child. You know? <laughs> um, full power to the shields, please. Um, thank you. I'm going to that one. Um, All right. You can put her on comms, console. engineering, or gunnery are like the ones that you could put her We're on. We're not putting her in guns. <laughs> We're not putting her in guns. Murder these think, people so for Okay, thanks, babe. That, that's uh, comms then or engineering then? Comms would be really funny just because, like, I know it doesn't work this way. But, like, read the minds of the other, just psychic damage, hitting constantly having the speak button down on the microphone and just being like, your mother was a hamster and your father smelt of elderberries. That All kind right. of comms. Uh, so we, we can put her in comms for now. So you, you guys have an idea of where she might end up. Yeah, so we'll put her in comms. All right. Um, so you're good. as ready as you possibly can be for whatever's going to be on the other side of this. Yeah. Race yeah. for landing as we the should, timer ticks down. We should go actually sit in our various seats. Yeah. But yeah. Yes. Like, you'll see. Like Nona can see like the countdown and say like, all right, we're we're an hour out, we're thirty minutes out, we're ten minutes out, and people yeah. are sort of getting ready. Nona will be in the the bridge and all of that, and I guess Claire is going to be like off to the side, sort of ready to hop in if she needs to. I'm going into the gunnery pit. Um, I'm going to ready a revelry syringe. I'll just kind of have one of those um, off to the side just in case. Okay, and. So you see the timer, it's ticking down. You've got five minutes, you've got three minutes. And within a minute, you got 30 seconds, and it's 10, 9, all the way down to one, you know? Oh, Counting we're how it works. Individual narrate <laughs> all of those for dramatic With the seventh effects. start of the right punch. So all of a sudden, the, <laughs> the like metadimensional space, which is sort of this murky, colorful, sort of opalescent sort of um water almost that you're going through you immediately get ripped out of it and you're back inside normal space um and i'm going to need you guys to roll a sensors check um how do we do that yeah it is an I'm in programming oh for whoever's on comms which damn is, well damn oh. it river tam i mean claire uh, you guys putting Claire on comms? Well, that's what I we thought that said, was the assumption. but we, yes. I guess we didn't know that that would be the most immediate relevant check. Yes, sorry. Oops. <sighs> that's fine. I, so I guess we, we could have someone else do it for this moment Shit. time covering it. Um, if I, you would cover. <laughs> all right. R- roll in program, Nona, then. Yeah, I will roll. I will roll the shit out of in program. Watch me critical fail. That ain't I did that. the opposite of that. Uh, so I got a 12 plus 2 is 14, which is the highest I believe one could ever score on this. Ever. Ever. <laughs> so you, you get ripped out of that metadimensional space. You see the twinkle of stars around you waiting for anything that might come up. And you guys are waiting. And nothing happens. And that is where we'll end today's episode. Oh, okay.
Exciting. Right on that cliffhanger, Jeff. Yeah. yeah I got it. That's for sure. It's quiet. Clever girl. <laughs> to be fair, we did like three separate um, advantage to us over the 